We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Skyler has like a hundred children, and you don't get that many children without knowing uh, what a good pair of boxers <laughs> is like. Oh man! So if if you're gonna trust anyone, I would place my trust in Skyler for this. <laughs> yeah. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit RotoWire.com/soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire.com. I'm joined by our MLS experts, J.D. Bazo and Skylar Redpath. Guys, today's podcast is sponsored by Mac Weldon, who is a uh, underwear, t-shirt, and sock company that we are lucky enough to have partnered with for this month. Um, they've sent us a little gear too to try out which is nice we can uh discuss that later but we're very thankful for mac weldon for sponsoring this podcast and we'll need it because this uh four game mls slate that we are <laughs> going to try to talk about may be uh the worst that you could possibly come up with jd you were saying that uh, a few seconds ago that i'm not sure you could make it much worse um <laughs> <laughs> two games from houston um, and two games from Colorado. I would say if you had two games from San Jose, that might be worse than two games from Colorado. Oh, definitely, or Chicago, perhaps. Well, uh, Chicago's yeah, in. We do have teams. we do have at least one Chicago and one in San Jose, I guess. But um, of the teams that are not playing, do you think any of them would make it worse if they did play? I mean, I find Sporting Kansas City to be pretty boring this year, so mm. toss them in there. Uh, but other than that, not really. I mean, the the Revs have been playing better, so yeah, it would be tough to find. I mean, Vancouver's not really that great uh, to watch lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, Skyler, we, uh, you and I, wild carded going into last week, and we were able to move up a little bit. We didn't get kind of the hammer that we were expecting, and then. Uh, my team is a disaster because of the international stuff. You are well prepared, but JD, you have your wild card set, um, which means you can have all the Mauro Minotas and Christian Maidana that you want. Are you? Are, have you really 
uh, dove in on who you're going to have? I haven't even touched it yet. <laughs> um, because the, the tiebreaker is like number of transfers. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like to play around too much. Um, it's just kind of a, a situation where I think it's going to be better if I wait and, uh, decide right at the end. Um, I don't even tease myself with like any tinkering. So well, I, I get the weekend to think about it. It's not like it has to be on a, a work night. Um, but I, I think I moved up maybe eight spots even without my wild card last round. So I'm sitting at 78th overall, and I, I'm hoping I can get a huge round that puts me into the top 50. Yeah, we're taping this Thursday night. The The game week starts Saturday at 8.30 p.m., but then the next game isn't until Wednesday, and then there are two games on Thursday. And then, of course, we have a whole everybody plays on Sunday for the next round which for FMLS uh, if I remember correctly we all get free transfers after this round right that's correct um Skyler had I have you... a shout out oh I have a shout out to make here sure uh, in the rotowire fantasy group on mlssoccer.com uh, I've been passed for third place oh it's it's been you Skyler and myself for the longest time and um, somebody named Bobby Evans. Okay. I'm not aware of uh, of him being a listener or anything, but he is. He passed me with a nice 113 point round. Wow. So Bobby, I'm coming for you if you listen <laughs> to the show. Uh, reach out on Twitter. Yeah, we have a pretty good group going, um, and clearly it's going to end up going to the last week. Uh, Skyler, can you just tell me who you're taking so I can figure it out myself? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've already seen who I've got, so I've got three transfers to work with here. Um, I'm going to be pretty heavy on Colorado and Houston as much as I'm not too enthused about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think the Rapids are in prime position to take both games this week, so I'm definitely trying to key in on which four players are going to rack up the most points um, from the Rapids. So that's kind of – I mean, it's actually kind of a, a – tough question there because you've got you know you've got tim howard in goal but you've also got uh Schoberg and harrison in the back so that's three of four right there um and you, you're still probably gonna want to play gashi yep so and baji's actually come on uh recently he's worth consideration on double game week so there's definitely some question marks that i'm still trying to rack my brain on on how it's all going to play out i think the hardest part of the entire weekend or in the entire round, excuse me, is finding four dynamo players to pick. Um, I feel like you have to go Minotas. And then after that, there seems to be so much midfield rotation that like, who are you even, even going to take? I think you have Willis. Right? Yeah. I mean, what one major issue with Houston is that their season is meaningless right now, so they might try and uh, get some massive rotation, get some younger guys some time. Um, their their games are also four days apart. Colorado's are five, so that could be a difference maker as well. On the bright side, they don't really have anyone that are they're worried about from international duty, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> That's the plus when you don't have anyone who's good enough <laughs> to get called yeah, in. We'll We'll I'm glad you guys too, took that so. how I intended it. <laughs> no, you have to play Minotas. You probably have to play Alex and Bonyak Garcia, sadly. Both. They've oh. both been playing pretty well, so I, if anyone's going to stay in the lineup outside of defenders, it's probably them. I think Maidana sat last weekend, or he didn't start maybe. I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, myself. I really don't care if I have him or not. I'll probably have to just see when the line. If he's in the lineup, the starting lineup on uh, Saturday. What is it? Saturday. Yeah, if he's in the starting lineup on Saturday, then I'll probably bring him in. But yeah, yeah, the Saturday match is Houston home against Colorado. So Houston's other match is at Seattle, and then Colorado's other match is home against San Jose. Which, um, like, I assume everybody who was gearing up for this round. We'll have four rapids, no question. Um, but yeah, the do you think that there are guys from Seattle and Chicago and San Jose and Columbus that are worth more than two potential Dynamo games? Yeah, I'd say on the Seattle side for sure. I mean, they're fighting for a playoff spot right now. It just is Morris going to play? Is Ladero going to be back? 
those are the big question marks right now. I've actually got Chad Marshall uh, on my team now, so I'm pretty pleased with that going into to that game. I feel like they're going to get the job done and potentially earn another clean sheet there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think of all those teams, then Seattle's the team that could, you know, uncover some, some gems this week. I agree. I think uh, Jordan Morris – he, Jordan Morris might even be, for me, the second-best forward to bring in this week mm-hmm. behind uh, Shkels and Gashi. I would probably put him even ahead of Minotis. Because I think, I mean, Jordan Morris needs to carry them into the playoffs, especially if Ladero's not in there. So I, I do think he's going to be released from the national team in time. It would be pretty cruel to keep him for a, a friendly against New Zealand um, and not let him help his team out. So... Yeah, I, I really like Jordan Morris. I was I think Skyler Skyler has a couple draft uh, spots here for his rankings this week. Neither of us have finished them yet, but he has Baji ahead of Jordan Morris, and I I think I'm definitely gonna have Jordan Morris well ahead of Dominique Baji, who I didn't think looked good last game, nor did any of the Rapids really, um, outside of maybe a little bit of Dylan Powers. So if you have Minotas, you have Morris, and if you went with either Gashi or Baji, that leaves Ola Kamara out. Do you guys have any hesitation about not having Ola at Chicago? Not Maybe a, a little ton. bit. <laughs> I mean, he didn't start last game, so I'm not really sure what his status is going into this one. Is he going to come off the bench again, or was that just to give him a breather? Um I've got see I've got Minotis right now and then I've got Altador to ship out and Morris um, and then I've got Ola Kamara too so I'm gonna keep Morris and I'm gonna probably keep Minotas so um, probably gonna ship Altador out and bring Gashi in and then Ola is probably gonna be on my bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be if someone told me that they were gonna just not worry about Minotis and take. Um... Ola, Jordan Morris, and Gashi, I'd be down with that. I don't think that's what I'm going to do because I need to make a big jump so the the two Minotis games are tempting. But everybody's going to have him. And if it comes down to like taking a minus four for Minotis over Ola Kamara, I definitely wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right that everyone will have Minotis, so maybe the non-double and, game week forward is the... Right, and he has two tough games, and he might not even start both. I mean, you never know. They're four days apart. Maybe get Will Bruin some playing time, um, (laughs) sympathy playing time. Of everybody (laughs) to bring that in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. who's your uh, your key, Andrew? What's that? I was saying, who's your key? You're uh, you're drilling us for some plays this week. You're actually ranked ahead of us in the top (laughs) ten, so we need to know who the play is. Yeah, I... I think I'm just going to try to fill basically eight spots with the Houston and Colorado guys. I just feel like the more games, the better. Um, I have uh, Howard, Schoberg, and Hairston right now, and I assume Gashi will will come in as well. And then um, I got I went heavy on guys who are gone for international duty, which is kind of screwing me now, but. So Joven Jones, I have to replace um, Harrison, a fool. I have to replace. I see that um, Waylon Francis is now out for the season. Out for the season. So, like the Columbus, theoretically at Chicago is like a decent um, clean sheet opportunity. But um, yeah, you know who knows? You know maybe Corey Ash gets a start and then he doesn't. So like I'm not sure. Who knows what that'll be? And that's well after you know lineup lock is Saturday for a game, you know, and and the the Columbus game's not till Thursday, so like you're leaving yourself pretty exposed there. So now I'm wondering if I will bring in some Chicago guy. I mean, both of those teams have absolutely nothing to play for. Um which, you know, anything can happen at that point, but um I have no idea. That's why I keep peppering you guys with questions because I'm not sure what to do. The Marshall thing, like that was that was so smart. And uh I wish I had done that, although I don't think I had the money to do it after I brought Michael Bradley in. I think mm-hmm. that's why I didn't end up going with Marshall. But um... Marshall won player of the month for <sighs> September. He's the first defender since he won it in like 2009, I think. Or... That's crazy. 
Yeah, I think only wow. three three defenders ever have won Player of the Month, which was kind of surprising to me. But hmm. interesting. Fun facts. I feel like there were plenty of people who had good months that he didn't necessarily need to win it. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice that they're appreciating defenders. I mean, Seattle is on a four-game winning streak, and Marshall's been playing well, and that goal kind of put him over the top. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And yeah, Harrison Offal's goal was really nice. Yeah, that was oh, a great yeah. goal. And I I saw he had 84 passes, which for a, a fullback is kind of insane. Wow. And then I saw that it was 20 more passes than the next highest player on the crew. Huh. So how often do you see a fullback lead the team in passes? Yeah, by that margin, too. On a team that pretty much controlled the entire game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah, the who do you think does, who do you think starts for the crew then, out wide? If they have to replace, I guess Francis hasn't been that consistently starting, but is it? Leave them with Jimenez and Corey Ash. Corey Ash. Right? Yeah, and Corey Ash wasn't even on the bench last game. Right. And Chad Barson was. So um, I'm wondering if Barson gets to nod. I don't know what's going on with Ash, but I, I would imagine he would be the next in line. But if not, then probably Barson. Mm -hmm. Is that a Chad Barson revenge game? Or am I, <laughs> am I making it up that he played for Chicago before? That, that goes uh, well man, beyond I've my. I've always remembered him on the crew, but. Mm, that goes beyond be right. my. MLS knowledge at that point. <laughs> the Chad Barson <laughs> historical games. <laughs> Not where I'm at. I might have made that up. I'm <laughs> looking it up. Um, so of these four games, do you see any of them being high scoring? Yes, yeah, Seattle-Houston, but not for Houston. Right. So, yeah, but... I think Chicago crew could see some goals too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. The, the two Colorado games I think will be low scoring. Colorado actually has not been good offensively for quite a while. Right. Sebastian Latou got a goal, though. Shout out to Latou. So are you bringing him in because he's hot? No, no, no. way. Not <laughs> no, I, he may actually not uh, start this game because the zero was out yeah. last game. And uh, I think Powers dropped back kind of to help fill in for him. But I think that with a zero back, then Powers will probably shift back up to where kind of more attacking role and uh Latou will probably be back on the bench mm -hmm. but we'll get to see uh when lineups drop on that first game all right news Still probably wouldn't bring him in though news yeah. update i was thinking of eric Gehrig, who has played oh. for both columbus and chicago gotcha. recently gotcha oh well easy to mix those two nameless players <laughs> <laughs> those two <laughs> underwhelming fullbacks yes um is David Akam a trap? It seems like home against Columbus is where you should take him, but he's been so yeah. bad. I'm not so sure that he'll be back because I think isn't Ghana's game. I think Ghana's got a game October 11th. Oh, do they? I thought he might have been and back. He could be back. I mean, it's two days later, but if he's traveling from Africa, then right, be pretty. Uh, it seems like a long way to have to travel to get back to Chicago. Yeah, to play so a meaningless in that game. Yeah, it's, I'd call it a trap, I'd say. Maybe an international trap. Oof. That he also played good. on the wrong wing last week for almost the entire game. He wasn't on his normal side, and then right towards the end, I think he switched back. So I don't really know why they did that. But if hmm. that's something they're committed to trying again, that's probably not great for a com. I find it funny you called it the wrong side <laughs> as opposed to like the opposite side or the other side. <laughs> Well, for him, there's a right and a wrong side, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, how do you feel about Seattle if Ladero doesn't come back? Yeah, that concerns me a little bit, but I you have to go with them, I think, because they, they're in such great form just as a team entirely. Um, but it's not just Ladero. I think Brad Evans um, could be suspended. I think he is suspended, yeah. Um, I think they're considering appealing. Right, yep. Um, that news I think was supposed to come out today and I didn't see anything, so I might have just missed it. But Joven Jones is going to be out as well. Yeah. I think Flacco Fernandez got hurt. Yep. He did. Um, Even Schitz is dealing with something. Yeah. Sounds like he's okay. Of some kind. But it, yeah, it sounds like he's going to be good. So that's, I mean, that's probably an upgrade. Even Schitz over Flacco Fernandez, at least for fantasy purposes. But yeah. um, the Sounders yeah, announced Jordan... that they're not going to appeal 
Evans' suspension. Oh, so okay. He's out. Well, Roman Torres is still there, so I guess you're going to have Tyrone Mears, Torres, Marshall, and then Dylan Remick. Uh, yep. Because Jovan Jones is gone. Yep. For international duty. Yep. So that's that's still a, a pretty good back line. As long as they can keep it together in the midfield, I think they'll be okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jordan Morris really wasn't doing that well before Ladero came in terms of just pure production. Right. So it, it's a mild concern, but against Houston, I'm willing to, uh, to put some faith in them. Mm-hmm. So do you take up any of the mid, the Seattle midfielders with like, if, if there's a thought that Ladero will not make it back, do you try to go Ozzy Alonso is the one that plenty of people have. Uh, do you try to get cute with Eric Freiberg or even shits or rolled on? Maybe even shits. Cause he'll take uh, most set pieces. I imagine. Mm-hmm. Unless you get that random Hercules Gomez start. <laughs> I think even shits would probably take him over Gomez. Oh, that was okay. probably the reason that he took him last game is because even shits is a late scratch. Right. I thought early um, in the year though he was taking them over even shits, but maybe yeah, even shits could have hurt been. then too. I was gonna say I don't think even shits was in for those games. Yeah, Gomez had a stretch of like three or four games where he took all the corners. Yeah, and he was like thirty two hundred yeah, bucks on DraftKings. He had awesome. a really <laughs> yep, good, that's really good uh, DraftKings score over the weekend too. Oh, did he? Yeah, I mean, I think he probably ended up double digits for super cheap. So, mm-hmm. and he got hit by Blas <laughs> Yeah, big shocker, Blas Perez kicking somebody. Never would have guessed. <laughs> right. Um, so the uh, so Howard is the clear cut top goalkeeper for the slate. Yeah, hands down. And... Yeah, he is. I've got uh, I've got Joe Willis in right now, and reason I brought him in uh, last round when I used my wild card was because I really felt like Howard would be called up. Um, news broke after you know lineups locked last week that Howard wasn't called up, so um, was somewhat kicking myself for that. But now that we like we were talking about earlier that we're going to all be rostering four Rapids players, and I'm not so sure. I, mean, I do feel like he's the best keeper, but I actually feel okay about using Willis and potentially getting eight to ten points, uh, regardless of if he has a clean sheet or not, and then also having an extra spot for a Rapids player. So um, I'd say definitely Howard one and maybe Willis two or, or Fry two it's between those guys for me. Yeah, that's the thing, because if you think Willis can come kind of close, like unless you think Howard's going to get two shutouts, you probably want to pick Colorado field players because they're just going to accumulate more points usually. So do you really want to spend one of your four precious rapid spots on the keeper? Uh, right, a, so the it's, it's ceiling a for me. Howard is like 14 if he gets two clean sheets. So, But are you really going to get 14 from any Rapids outfield player? Yeah, but what if you don't get 14 from Howard? Like, yeah. you can't say he's going to get... I mean, two clean sheets would be not likely. Statistically, know, like, against these two teams, yeah, likely. But, I mean, realistically, if Vegas or someone would put odds on Tim Howard getting two clean sheets, it would be like 15% or something tops. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If you... Skylar, if you were wild carding into this round do you think you'd have willis ahead of fry yes okay yeah if i was uh that's the thing though it's like uh jd mentioned it earlier i'm just i'm a little hesitant to see what houston does because they really don't have anything to play for so they could give a young keeper a shot and willis plays one of two um, I do feel like Fry's in a really good spot to get another clean sheet. So that's a tough call for me, but just based on the, if Willis were to play two games and yeah, he's in a slightly ahead of Fry for me. Do you have any thought that Colorado could play two keepers for the two games? No, no. Okay. Now they're, I mean, they're basically, if they win out, they win the supporter shield. I think that's how it sets up right now. So, um, I'm really. I actually think two clean sheets is very feasible. 
this round. I mean, they're going to be putting it all out there, basically. They're, every game's a championship game for them right now, so... Um, yeah, if I, they I win out, I'll be amazed. Yeah, it's a tough thing to do, but, I mean, they're kind of in a spot where it's like... I mean, this is probably one of the b biggest positions they've ever been in, and I guess other than... They've won MLS Cup before, right? Yeah, was it uh, 11, I think? Connor Casey yeah. was just on fire. <laughs> oh, I'm man. serious. That's not a joke. Is it that crazy that they could win out? I mean, they're at Houston, home against San Jose, at Portland, and home against Houston again. Yeah, the at Portland's the one that right, that's be the, the one. kicker. Because yeah. Portland's right there on the cusp of the, the red line. Yeah. I think it's crazy because they have six goals in their last six games. <laughs> so, like, y you need to win. You can't, I mean, you can't draw. Yeah. So, just, I think they put up a dud one of those games. Their offense has been legitimately bad. Yeah. And until Jermaine Jones comes back and Kevin Doyle, who wasn't even good in the first place, is healthy, it's the Shkelzengashi show and that's it. That's not enough? No, it's not enough. Oh, okay. I I actually don't think Houston's going to be a bad defensive team for the rest of the year. Like, they're bad in general, but I don't think they're just going to give up and not have a chance to get a clean sheet. Mm -hmm. DeMarcus Beasley won't go out like that? <laughs> Is he done after this year? I have no idea. You just made that up. That's rude to DeMarcus I, I meant, Beasley. I meant for the season, going out for the season. Ah, uh, gotcha. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say something like that about him. He um, should give up his designated player contract if he wants his team to ever be good. Uh, do they have another? They have two open, or is he the only, is he the only one? Cubo's gone, so right. you, that's one, right? Right. Wait a second. I'm not even sure I can name one designated player on their team right now, other than Beasley. So they must have two open. Right. Is man, did they give Minotas a DP spot? I don't think so. He wasn't even in MLS for the first half of the season yeah maybe they're He's holding with out Rio Grande Valley yeah I think they're holding out for Ibrahimovic <laughs> he's always said he wanted to live in Houston the Paris of Texas <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yikes um, some of that sounds made up <laughs> just some let's uh, pause for a second to thank our sponsors Mac Weldon um, JD we I feel bad because you're the only one who hasn't gotten his gear yet Skyler uh, if I I imagine you're still wearing the socks since you sent us a picture of the socks <laughs> you were wearing before the oh, podcast yeah. started what'd you think yeah they're super comfy uh I mean I like uh I guess you could say I've, I've got a bit of a sock game so I've got a nice little sock collection and was pretty pumped and uh when you threw it out there that Mac Wilden was going to be sponsoring the pod get a couple new pairs of socks to add to the collection. So I got, uh, you know, I got a pair that's a little colorful. Um, and then I got a pair that's, you know, a little bit more uh, dressy, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, they're super comfy. Um, got a pair of boxers too that uh, feel great. I mean, we all, not so much as with MLS as like Premier League, but we all need a good pair of boxers that we can wake <laughs> up at like six, seven in the morning to bang out some EPL lineups with. And <laughs> <laughs> these fit the bill. So I'm pretty pleased with, with my new gear. Nice. All right. Now, now Skylar, you sent us a picture of you in the socks, but please do not send a picture of you in the box. <laughs> uh, we'll believe you that you're wearing them. Um, yeah, I actually... I, I have something else to say. Yeah. Skylar has like a hundred children and you don't get that many children without knowing uh, what a good <laughs> pair of boxers is like. Oh man. So if, if you're going to trust anyone, I would place my trust in Skylar for this. Right there. Yeah. And, uh, you can check back for my review next week. I'm sure it's going to be glowing. I would assume so. I, um, I got two pairs of socks and the, the ones I wore the first day, like I don't, uh, I don't wear dress socks a ton because I work in fantasy sports. It's like a big day if I put like a belt on, but, uh, <laughs> I threw these on right away and I spent like my entire day in them, which is like, you know, I usually just wear like basic athletic socks, but like I, I ended up like playing soccer with my kids in the backyard and mow the lawn with them. And like for dress socks, they're like surprisingly 
comfortable to like do that stuff in, which I wasn't really expecting. So I don't know. Props to them for that. But uh, I'll keep wearing them and see how how it turns out. But so far, so good on these. Uh, That's great to hear. And if any of our <clears throat> listeners want to uh, want to purchase something from Mac Weldon, since they support the podcast and it sounds like they have a great product, I believe we have a code. We do. Is that correct? We do. If you use the code ROTOSOCCER, R-O-T-O, soccer, S-O-C-C-E-R, uh, you get 20% off your order, which uh, I believe we've already used. So we know it works. And uh, I would love to say that the shipping is extremely quick, uh, as it was for me and it was for Skylar, but... Um, JD lives uh, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, so they must be using the Amish carts to deliver it instead of the UPS trucks that come to <laughs> to our houses. <laughs> Hopefully, they no. Uh... It it'll get here. It really hasn't been that long. No. Uh, we were just um, we were just really hoping that it would be extremely fast. Right. And I mean, there's nothing. Mac Weldon does not control the uh, the U.S. Postal Service or U uh, UPS wherever it's coming from. That's right. So. They take no blame whatsoever, and uh, I'm just pumped to be to be able to try the product soon. This is very, very possibly my favorite sponsor we've ever had. Yeah, there it's it's been fun, and uh, yeah, it's quality stuff, which is always nice that you can talk about stuff that actually is quality. <laughs> um, <laughs> so true. Not to say anything about previous sponsors we've had, but anyway, um, let's get back to MLS. We do we have to. Yes, we do. Um, the so we all have wild cards after this week. Um, and do you guys think that you'll make uh, like obviously you'll be able to make moves between thirty three and thirty four, but uh, there has to be some pretty big consideration for both weeks. Or do you guys just go all out for thirty three and just hope that those same guys can carry you to the end of the season? Um, well, personally, I think I'm going to, I'm going to focus a lot on 33, but I'm going to be looking ahead to see who has some good matchups in 34. I think a, another thing I have to think about since I have ambitions on a, a much higher ranking here is just, I'm probably going to take like the second tier of guys. I'm not going to, not going to want to go with like all the obvious chalk plays that everybody has, but, um, I think you have to figure out if, if you think Javinko is going to play two games because he has two pretty good matchups, mm-hmm. um, that would probably be my primary consideration. You're going to have to determine if you're going to stick with some Colorado defenders or not. They have a tough away match to Portland, I'm sure, who's still fighting for a playoff spot. Yep. But then they do get that that great matchup against Houston in the final weeks. So those are two things uh, that I just noticed right off the bat I'm going to have to consider. Yeah, see, Philadelphia is the only team with two home games. Uh, Colorado has two road games to finish out, um, and they actually have one in 32, so they're um, they're done playing at home this season. But uh, everybody else is I'm pretty is sure they have away. a home game uh, in the last week of the season. Uh, I think, no, I'm seeing at New York City FC for Columbus. At oh, the Red Columbus. Bulls. I thought you said Colorado. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I said Colorado. Yeah, Columbus is what I meant. Um, Columbus has two, yeah, two road games and Philly has two home games, which Philly, New York Red Bulls in the, in the finale should be a huge one for probably the Red Bulls more than Philly. And Galaxy FC Dallas is mm-hmm. also in the last week and wow. that, that could be a big one too. Yeah. I wonder if both yeah. of those will be so big that they're tight and not high scoring. <laughs> Maybe. Right, that's what- that's yeah. what I'm going to be looking for is going into that round 34, kind of what the scenarios still are, playoff scenarios, um, playoff positioning, because um, there's going to be some teams that are pretty much set up how they want to be and will definitely be resting some guys. So the good thing is um, round 34, all of the games start kickoff uh, at the same time. So mm-hmm. we'll be able to see all the lineups. We'll know who's starting, who's sitting, can uh, – make our transfers based off of that. But yeah, going into round 33 with that wild card, I'll definitely be considering round 34 uh, somewhat. And I've got, I don't know, I've kind of got a, I guess, are we going to have three transfers since we'll have that wild card or I'm not really sure how that'll work, but um, hmm, seems like since question. we'll have a wild card next round, we might have three transfers to work with in round 34. So I, I think we'll think, be able to 
I'd guess not. But Why? um it's worth probably clarifying with somebody if you really were were going to plan for that. Why would you guess not? Cuz it's like they give you a free wild card. It's not like you're using your own and saving a transfer. Right. Like it's um I don't know. It just seems like that when you wild card it's because you're saving a transfer and since this is a just a automatically set round where you can have as many transfers as you want. Like mm -hmm. you never have to activate the wild card. Right. It just, it just really seems to me like you wouldn't get the three transfers. But um, I, I wouldn't complain if you could. Hmm. I'm actually pretty curious now. <laughs> what do you guys? How about FC Dallas. This is a, this is a big consideration for me. FC Dallas has two tough games. They play, uh, they host Seattle, and they play at Los Angeles. Wow. But they also have as much ambition as any of the teams. Yeah. So. They'll, I mean, Colorado could have taken themselves out of the Western Conference picture by then. The supporter um, shield, you mean? Sorry, yes. Um, so, you know, it'll be a little clearer by then. What do you guys think happens if Montreal needs a result to get in the playoffs and they need Drogba at New England on the turf? Do you think he plays? <laughs> <laughs> he did yeah, not He, he did not play... play. He did not play last weekend in Orlando. He was on the bench and didn't come on. You think he'll play in New England? Yeah, if it's because that could like literally be his last professional game. Uh huh. Yep. What do you, if he I'm scores sure against he Toronto at home the week before? Do you think he'd rather go out that way? <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I think he'd rather make the playoffs. So I was well I was thinking about this uh, the other day. Like, how many games do you think he's ever played on turf? The answer is probably zero, right? No, I'm sure he's played at some point on turf. Like if it had to be for um for the Ivory Coast if they played like some weird country. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he's literally never played a game on turf. And then I don't you're know basically if any international games been played on turf. Yeah, I don't think Did he's... he for sure never play last year when they played at Stad Saputo? Uh well that's grass. It's oh, the the, um, the um, Olympic Stadium is turf. Yes, that's what I meant to say. And I Olympics. think they only played there for the Champions League games, and I don't think he was there yet. Is that possible? Because didn't he come at the end of the? He came mid season. Mid season, yeah. yeah. I think they were done playing on turf by then. Um, You're right. So Domodoro was just a beast. That's right. That's right. And um, uh, what was that guy's? Yeah, Kay just... Connor Porter. No, Cameron. Porter. Cameron Porter. Yeah. Wasn't Harry Ship on that team too? No, he was playing with Chicago Fire and Oh, that's right. That's the right. illustrious Sean Maloney. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I was just wondering, like I I was very that's a curious good question. to think if Drogba would play his first game ever on turf in uh <laughs> the last in I, I just imagine that he considers every MLS game meaningless. That like he's totally played his great. meaningful games of his career. And so, like, getting them in the playoffs, like, I'm not sure he sees any value in that. Maybe I've just been speaking to JD way too much about Drogba. <laughs> you disagree, Sky? I actually have a good Drogba analogy for oh. our uh -oh. our uh, sponsor. <laughs> they make a line of underwear that um, is antimicrobial. So if you don't like microbes, which I'm picturing is just little tiny Drogbas... <laughs> This this underwear with um, I guess it's silver. Yes. That keeps the the microbes away. So if you're not a fan of microbes or drogbas, then uh, that would be probably your selection. They make a couple different varieties. Mm. So um, I I guess I forgot about that till we brought up drogba, my <laughs> least favorite player in the league. <laughs> oh. Um, any early games or or teams you're looking at, Skylar, that jump out at you? Which uh, for the like... for the thirty three thirty four finish, we'll have another podcast before then. But just I'm looking at the schedule now, so yeah. The let's see, NYCFC is a big one. I'm looking at. Mm. Yeah, and I at think the moved um, to Columbus. Yeah, I actually do like the uh, that Montreal Toronto game a lot. Um, speaking of Drogba, I think uh, him or or Piotti will have a big game there. 
or Javinko. Or Javinko if he's back. I hope he comes back. Um, it's so much. Yeah, the Eastern Conference race is never this fun late in the year, so I'm actually very excited about this because mm-hmm. we have three teams really vying for uh, the first round bye. Yeah, and I think that's something that really would motivate Javinko to come back and play. Yeah, and that DC New York City game too. I think JD just said it um, is going to be a fun one. I mean, DC's been hot lately. They need to stay hot to uh, make the playoffs. So, um, and yeah, New York City FC is playing for a bye. So, that's going to yeah. be a fun game there. Man, do I want to see the two New York teams play each other in the playoffs? Yeah, that would be fun. I'd be there almost for certain. <laughs> so the Red Bulls against the Crew. I mean, they've got a really good shot to just take it to yep. them and yep. and stake their claim for the Eastern Conference regular season title. Like there's there's definitely some fantasy goodness here. Yeah. How about Earthquakes hosting White Caps and then <laughs> Earthquakes at Sporting Kansas City? Does that intrigue you? Uh not too much. <laughs> not we're not on Wando for these rounds. That's been like the the in vogue thing the last uh month or two I feel like. Was, he had a pretty good round last round. I think he had a goal and assist. He did. Other it's ever, than his missed PK. It's ever since Skyler had that goal guarantee. That's what's it's whoever talking. Skyler picks up pretty much does good. Hmm. He's the center back whisperer. We've already figured <laughs> that out. <laughs> Skyler, which center back is going to score in these rounds? That's right. Who's it going to be? It's well, it's Chad. He had Marshall last week. Is it going to be Marshall again? Yeah, I'll uh, give Marshall another shot in a must-win game against the Dynamo at home. Um, I mean, the guy's just, he's always getting forward on set pieces. I think he has four goals this season, which is just nuts for a center back. Um, I mean, I guess it's not too crazy, but... um, It's Kai Kamara range. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't resist. Uh, And I I mean, I I, I think... uh, Schoberg should be more of a target than he actually is. I mean, the guy's got to be like the tallest center back in the league. I think he's only got a couple of goals to his name mm-hmm. ever. Same so. same with Yella Van Dam. He's a guy that I thought looked super dangerous on set pieces early uh, in the, I guess it was uh, CONCACAF Champions League. I think I really noticed it, but also the first couple games of the year. And I don't know if he's had a single goal off of a set piece this season. Mm-hmm. My my sleeper for the center back header is Ike Opara, if he actually even gets a start. Oh. At RSL, that's a pretty easy team to score a header on in terms of set pieces. Mm-hmm. And um, then they're home to San Jose, who probably won't care about that game. What do you mean? It's a, oh, I guess it's, yeah, it's at Sporting, yeah. Um, ugh, yeah, I guess. Uh, this, are there any players that you guys are considering bringing in for this current round so your wild card that you're concerned may not play because of whatever I mean we we obviously have to set usually we get at least like injury reports the day before lineups lock but we're we're like four days before Um, which guys are you most looking out for to make sure that they're gonna play not even counting like Morris and Ladero for international stuff or are they really the only considerations well i mean a calm was a good mention earlier in the podcast i think Mm -hmm. yeah and harrison awful too is kind of right there in that same line of uh ghana you know they're both a common awful are both playing for ghana so um they're playing in the same game same date so yeah i mean uh i don't really think either team has a lot to play for for them to make sure they get back in town for that game. So I'm not really – I've got awful on my team right now. I'd love it if he goes, but I'm not really counting on him playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, those are really the only two, I'd say. Yeah, I think one other note, it's not exactly the same, but one thing I'm thinking about is um, for Colorado, they, they're they probably going to have some backline rotation. I think Eric Miller's a guy that they don't really need to play twice. Um, and Mark Birch is gonna looks like he's ready to return from injury soon. So he he and Miller could kind of split, or you could get Mikhail Williams in there. Yep. I think there's a lot of different options for them. So you might want to just go with the safe bets at at center back. Hmm. That's gonna be a tough call. I'm gonna have to look into it a little bit more. But 
it's I mean it's certainly going to be determined largely on their starting lineup Saturday. Right. Right. But you can't assume that they're going to play uh especially if they lose, you can't assume that they're going to play the same back for next Thursday. Is, I just, I've got this feeling about Baji that he's going to have a big week. That might be your differential, JD. I'm probably not going to play him, but there's your differential play. I don't like Baji though. I don't think he's been that good recently. He's had a goal, yeah, but... Yeah, he's had a goal, I think, an assist. I mean, he's getting chances. And Some. Colorado needs somebody to convert him. He's, I mean, if he keeps starting for him... Do you think... I just don't like it. Do you think Gashi's going to be the highest captained player? Most likely, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know who else you would even... That's what I was saying. I'm looking around like, yeah. Jordan Morris, maybe, but that's risky. Yeah, you know, there will be a few Minotis captains out there. Um, hmm. I don't, yeah, it's it's got to be Gashi for me. When's the last time a differential captain has really worked out for you guys? Um, it feels like for every time we do, or like every five times we do it, we get it right like once. The only times that, and I wouldn't even call it that big of a differential, but I did David Villa earlier in the year when everybody was on Javinko and that kind of paid off. But then the most recent one felt like a differential, but I'm not sure there was any one specific, like I think it's more those weeks where there were probably five different guys that were at least 10% picked or 15 we'll even call. We don't, right. we don't find out what, what the percentages are, which I think is kind of a bummer that they don't make that a little more public. But um, like, I don't think I ever did one that like, you know, when 80% of people had Javinko and I had somebody else that that worked out. I agree. It's like the, the safe call feels seems like it's been, it's paid off more than not this year. Yeah, you have to make your differentials. I think other ways usually it almost it does just doesn't seem like it pays off usually to do the differential captain. Not that it's making me not try it, but um, just something to think about maybe next year when everybody's starting off on a, a clean slate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How about you, Scott? Did you have one this year that felt like it was it moved you when everyone else wasn't moving? Not really. I mean, I felt feel like. Uh, the last differential play I made was, I think, a few rounds ago. Ladero was a, a really uh, heavy captain favorite, and I ended up going. I think you did too, Andrew. I think you went. We both went with Kaká. Yeah. And didn't pan out. Um, I think we missed out on about uh, eight or nine points there. Uh, would have been the difference if we played Ladero. But yeah, I mean, JD's right. Usually, it's uh, you just have to pick pick the right spot. I felt like that was a good spot to do it in, even though I think i actually had ladero ranked as my top captain that week um but i just felt like you know with the season winding down i had to make a move and was seemed like a good spot for kaka to have a good game and it didn't pan out but yeah it feels like this season more than ever than the consensus pick for captain has worked out more times than not Mm -hmm. yeah i think maybe giovanni dos santos when he had the um Oh I yeah. I guess it was seventy-four oh, points if you captain me and Andrew struck gold on that yeah, one. That was the big one. You're right. I uh, I think a decent number of people had him. I'm trying to determine who was the big captain that week, but uh, it might have been Kaká. He had two road games though, but Montreal was the other big one. I think Drogba. Or so Piotti. Yeah, I was gonna say Drogba and Piotti were probably the big ones. I yeah, feel like I they're involved in. Yeah, I feel like they're involved in every double game week for some reason because it's always like, do I want Drogba for a double game week or not? No. Which is annoying. Well, I know the answer. It's just... (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right about that. That week, Kaká, I'm looking back at it. Kaká had 15 points in that week. Um, But then, yeah, Piotti and Drogba both scored also, so... (laughs) Dos Santos had over half my points that round. That's Uh, crazy. Me too. 74 of 134 for me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that um that was a big one that although i'm looking now that moved me from 13th to 5th that was the highest i got all season yeah i mean that's huge when you're i mean late in the season that it moves you up that much out yep. of the top 15 yeah yeah that's big time yeah hmm. Hmm. all right guys that's all i got 
That was quite a bit for a four-game slate with the worst possible combination of games that we could have possibly asked for. Um, thank you to our sponsors, Mac Weldon. As JD brought up earlier, there's a nice coupon code that our listeners can use. It's ROTOSOCCER, R-O-T-O-S-O-C-C-E-R, to get 20% off your order. Um, like, you know, we've tried it a little bit. We're enjoying it so far. JD will have a full review for his next. Uh... JD, what did you end up ordering, by the way? I ordered two different pairs of uh, of underwear. Oh, there you go. Boxers. Boxer briefs, I believe. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be able to compare the two lines, maybe give out a suggestion on wh- which would be better for different lifestyles. Um, <laughs> How many do you have? Skyler might have? Me and Skylar might have the rap battle, um, and I might be able to work it in there a little bit if oh someone wants to tune in for that. So, oh yeah, just you're going to have to you're going to have to listen. And if you do order share with us on Twitter and perhaps, uh, I don't know, maybe we can find a perk for any listeners that decide to uh, to support our, our generous sponsor. Oh, I like that idea. Like where this is going. Um, so yeah, thank you to Mac Weldon. Gentlemen, thank you uh, for all of the advice uh, for this upcoming game week and good luck on Saturday and next Wednesday and Thursday before <laughs> we have another podcast to talk about all the matches next the following weekend. That's a mouthful, but good luck. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com